I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. So as our career and our money life progresses... You know, when we start and get our first job, it might be a lower paid job and we just feel that we're always just week on week, week on week, week on week, can't get ahead, can't get ahead, can't get ahead. And what I was actually thinking of when I was in my 20s, and this isn't for people just in their 20s, this is if you are in your 30s, your 40s or your 50s, like the common thing here is people. The common thing here is we all have habits and behaviours. And the problem is, with society, there is always something that wants to hang off our personal budget. There is always these budgetary pressures. You know, there's always streaming services. We've got uh, internet to pay for, we've got mobile phone, we've got car register, fuel's going through the roof, all this stuff, not to mention expensive rent. Like, life's tough. So, what I had to come to grips with, and the main thing with... I guess the mindset that I've set my own financial life in and with is I'm not living on the edge anymore. And how did I get to that? Well, the first big thing, and I know 75% of our My Millennial Money audience do not have any consumer debt. So for the balance, you know, the 25% who may still have consumer debt, you really need to make a deal Go walk into the bathroom, walk into the wherever, look in the mirror if you're driving, walk into the room, look at the mirror, make a deal with that thing in the mirror and say, I'm getting out of consumer debt and I'm not doing it again. Because when I was in my early 20s, it's really hard when you're on a lower income to to live because you want all this stuff and- You can't afford the $800 thing, but I can afford the $20 a week payment, right? So, it kind of compounds because we end up building our budget with all these leeches and stuff hanging off it, which makes us feel that we're living on the edge every week, week on week. So, we need to first get rid of that stuff out of our life. So, for me, getting out of the car at Erina, walking to the cafe, I'm like, this feels really good. What feels good about this moment? What feels good about the Glenn James today that didn't feel good 10 years ago? And the first one was no consumer debt. The second one was I've had my spending plan in place. I'm really on top of my budget, my spending, everything's in control, right? It's just like clockwork. Now, this is basic stuff that I'm talking about, but we do all these little things. You know, you do a you do a hundred one percenters, you're at a hundred percent, baby. So this is why these little things compound to take all that pressure away. So 
I've got my spending plan. I've just, I don't live week on week anymore. My income's grown. Granted, I get that. But these are the habits that I want you to really focus on while you are building your career and building your income, right? And then the third thing, like I've got my emergency fund, you know, I've just, if something happened, a minor inconvenience will not flush me down the drain. It just feels good. But, you know, all this stuff, it sounds so basic, but when we're in the trenches of day-to-day, it's annoying. I'm trying to pay rent. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. I can't pay my debt off. I can't save for an emergency fund. It's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. But what I really found, right, this is the overarching thing. The lifestyle inflation stuff, you know, take all that other stuff, get rid of that. If we just said this, the lifestyle inflation stuff, that will screw you. That will make you live on the edge. The more I earn, the more I get. And you're always just living on the edge. Now, the problem that I found as well with the lifestyle inflation and living on the edge is that there is often this level of consumerism and I'm needing new stuff all the time. Now, I've talked about this for years. I'm in my garage at the moment in my studio. I'm looking out through the laundry into the past the kitchen into the dining room table. There's a dining room table that's in my house that cost me zero dollars. If it it looked okay, if I have people over, I put a tablecloth on it. Stuff like that, I don't have to buy brand new stuff all the time, no matter what my income is. In the studio, we've got this chair. It's a blue IKEA chair. Yes, I can afford a Coco Republic chair. Do I get one? No, I don't. So living on the edge means I don't only live within my means, I live well under my means. And just because I can, it doesn't mean I should or if I need to. When I was in my 20s, buying stuff made me feel good. Buying new stuff made me feel good. I was bored, go shopping, buy new stuff. I've had to really get out of that mindset not to just need stuff all the time. So my challenge to you listening today, if it isn't the consumer debt, if it isn't the emergency fund, if it isn't the mindset of buying new stuff all the time, if it isn't the mindset of I have to do something all the time with my money to feel good, like if it's not all that, I probably can't help you. You might need to go and speak to somebody if you're always living on the edge. It could be, and this is the other thing as well, right? You could be paying way too much rent for your income. And that's another thing, like my mortgage repayments, I think it sits well under 25% of my income, probably less, right? Make sure you're not spending too much money on the big rocks. This also helps you not living on the line. Before I go, because it's been a hot minute, can you think of one or two things in your personal budget, in your life, in your relationships, whatever that is, in your world that makes you feel like you are living on the financial edge. Because when we're living on the financial edge, it feels uncomfortable. And I guess within all that, like me feeling good and content with my money, I'm investing, I'm putting my money in super, I'm not just consuming it all, right? I'm looking after future Glenn. So financially, things are really good. But I would say it hasn't always been that way. So I've had to you know, go through all these things myself. And I even hope by having these podcasts and these short bursts of encouragement, 
you can actually go, oh, damn it, Glenn, you got me. I'm always looking at the next freaking new iPhone or I'm always after the next pair of shoes. I mean, have nice shoes, just don't have the shoes having you. Um, you know, I I wanted to get some really good shoes. I was looking online. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to go into Rebel Sport. I got some cool, you know, $80 Adidas ones. Like, they're awesome. Could I afford $300 pair of shoes? Absolutely. Do I have to? No. So, it's being content with you and with what you've got. We might leave it there. Bit of a rant, bit of an encouragement, but the question is, what can you do a bit of a check on in your life if you are feeling you're living on the edge, if you are feeling you're living week on week, what can you start to change? And don't try and change it all at once. It's not sustainable. Pick one thing, start to change it. Thanks for listening. I'm Glenn James. I'll see you soon. Bye. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits and pay respect to their elders past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.